All right, journaling. How can we create millions in journaling? Um, let's get a little bit crazy. So can a journal lead you to maximum happiness? I actually believe it can a little bit, and here's why. I've been reading happy, I've been studying happiness for a while because I was really unhappy for many years, and Jim Rohn uh, introduced the idea to me that Jim Rohn introduced the idea to me that you could make study uh, happiness a study. So here's what I found out so far. Science says that you are happy to the degree that you feel agency over your life. This is basically kind of a word for like to this to the extent that you feel control in your life, to the extent that you feel like you are not forced to do things, to the extent that you can you feel a sense of control that you make things happen meaning this whole idea of victim, to the degree that the victim story is wiped out and it's replaced with agency, with control, with non-force, with choice, with options, to the degree that you feel that, you experience happiness in your life. Raise your hand if you get what I'm saying. That's what we're talking about. So if here's the tricky thing with a journal. With a journal, as you jot down what you want, Right, And you just say, like, I really want whatever kind of BMW. And then you realize that it turns into, and you're sitting in that BMW. They claim that to the degree that you feel that you get to create your life, you're happy. The other thing, so I think a journal is like a super medium for that. The other thing is science says that we're happy to the degree that we feel mastery of certain crafts and subjects. So if the goal is to, like, rank up in your business or rank up in your income and you write it down. So just follow this deal. You write down the goal of whatever it is. For me, it was $500,000 a year. I thought that was the mega goal of all times, 500K a year. And I wrote it in my journal. I'd look at it all the time and I hit it. And when I did, I felt like I had mastery and I felt like I had agency because it required mastery of my craft to get to 500K. I wrote it down. So pretty soon, all this stuff started happening for me. And truly, my happiness did start jacking up. Now, science also says that we're happy to the degree that we feel meaning in our lives. Now, for most people, a journal is a really safe place to vision out what you want, what your why is, yada, yada, yada. In fact, raise your hand if you journal right now. If you're like actively journaling, if you have a journal, that kind of thing. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Good percentage. All right. We're getting to the good stuff here in a second. Here's one other thing about journaling. For me, it's a super ancient practice. Um, in Proverbs 10, 14, uh, some of you guys know my story with, with the Solomon deal, is when I was about 27, I started my business and I had no real mentors. I didn't have real connections. And all I knew is that in the book of Proverbs, the richest man who ever you know, lived wrote down a bunch of his stuff. So what I did was I would read the proverb and I would meditate, close my eyes, and in a movie theater in my mind, imagine what would this look like completely if it manifested perfectly in my body, in my life, in my sight, on my ears? How would this look 
this verse, and I would do it to all the verses. So I've read that book of Proverbs over a thousand times. And so when I came about this one, a wise person stores up knowledge, stores it up, but the mouth of fool is fools is near destruction. What I did with that one is I flipped it. So if the mouth of fools is near destruction, the mouth of the wise through storing up knowledge, what's the opposite of destruction? Building, right? Manifesting creating, growing. And so I, I literally would close my eyes and I would imagine myself storing up knowledge. And that would come through ordering books. So I ordered a bunch of books, ordering audio programs. Just this last week, I have ordered Nightingale Conant programs. I've ordered about five different books. My wife has bought about five different books. In the last seven freaking days, my friends, I became obsessed. What would it look like what would a wise person look like? And I thought to myself, it would be a storing up of knowledge. So I was purchasing, I was going to conferences, I was doing everything to store up, store up, store up. But then I also thought, I'm going to record and I'm going to save the choicest things of what I'm learning inside this journal. And what happened is bit by bit by bit, I started journaling and my gosh, here's what happened. My life, which was literally kind of like... I'm not saying it was destruction, but it was really, really hard. It was so hard, and I fell in love with this process of storing up the knowledge that I was learning inside a journal. And the next thing you know, my life literally, homes were getting built, new cars were showing up, my bank account was being built. My children were growing up and they were, they were getting built. It wasn't just like when the, in the early days of the kids, this is just a little sidebar, in the early days of the kids, the most I could offer them in terms of building was, you know, love and that's great and affection and hugs and kisses and stuff. And all those things are great. But here's what's crazy when you really are able to build, 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 build into your kids. You get to take them to the jungles of Hawaii. You get to have Juilliard-trained classical musicians train your children in, in instruments. You get to have private tutors that give them such an unfair advantage over the rest of the kids. When Isaac, when my, my boy was finished first grade, he got back his national testing and he tested out at uh, PHS and all these other things. He was like eighth grade math and all these things. I was like, what the heck? What's PHS? Post high school. He tested at reading as a college kid, college level reading in first grade. Here's why. I hired a professional teacher privately to tutor him. He got two to three hours a day as a four and five year old of private tutoring. It was ridiculous. So here's my point though. I fell in love with this idea and I literally sat and watched myself becoming wise. I felt wise. I let the feelings of wisdom hit me. I let the feelings of when you walk into a room and people look at you and they just think, there is a wise person. There is a wise lady. I let this all simmer in, but the real thing with the storing up knowledge ended up being a journal. Raise your hand if you if you feel, if you're getting some value out of this so far. We're going to go into some tactical things in a minute, but I want to go in a little bit to the why and it's just so powerful. It, it, this stuff changed my life in such a radical way that I can barely, well, I'm attempting to describe it right now. But the other thing is, um, we're going to get to the million dollar idea. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. 
Here's another ancient thing in Habakkuk. I'm sure all of you are reading Habakkuk all the, all the time. But it says, write down the vision. Okay, so this was to a prophet who got a heavenly vision, right? And it was, you are to write the vision down, make it clear upon the, the tablet, so he who reads it can run with it. Now, here's what's really crazy as a leader. And in this industry, the higher your leadership level goes, like, and I don't mean like in your company, I mean internally, the higher you are a leader, leader money is ridiculous. Leader money is leveraged money. Leader money is, you want to talk about feeling agency over your life? Wait till you start feeling agency over hundreds and thousands of people's lives. Raise your hand if that's kind of an interesting concept. So not only this whole happiness thing where you have agency in your own self, you realize as you become a leader, you are really having profound influence on hundreds of thousands of people in time. And A, this is extremely gratifying in terms of meaning. It's incredibly meaningful. It's incredibly powerful. It's in, It just makes life so much more interesting because it's almost like you get to multiply by the degree of people that you get to influence. Your network grows. Everything goes crazy. But here's what's wild about, about journaling in particular. And this is the deep thing. This is the very deep thing that I just want to open... I want to plant a potential seed here, and I don't, want, I don't want anybody to become crazy out of this, but I want you to get the idea. In Habakkuk here, write down the vision. This was, again, this is the idea that God provided a vision, something special, something that deserved to be written down, not just for you, but actually for others, and that you achieving and you going for your vision, okay? Now, I believe that at some level, God actually does whisper thoughts. And there, there's thoughts in the air. There's visions. There's, there's big things that are right, right in front of us, that are given to us, that are inspired. They're literally, I do believe in inspired thoughts, thoughts that are, are generated from outside of ourself, and they come to us and we receive them. Here's the crazy thing. When you write them clearly down, you can run with it and you can manifest that thought in your own life. But at the end of the day, if you want to be a leader, well, you know what? Raise your hand if you're interested in the leadership conversation. If you're interested in really taking your, your game to the next level in terms of leadership. Well, here's the thing. What leadership is in a nutshell is here's the promised land. Here's where we are as a, you know, as people. And you know what? I'm pointing my finger at it. I'm looking at this vision as the leader of what this looks like all the time. I'm actively walking towards it myself. And I'm a few steps ahead of everybody else, but I'm looking keenly and I'm painting and I'm telling people what it looks like and how to navigate the path to get there. And so what gets a little crazy about the deal is what gets a little crazy about the deal is painting it for your people and stepping out for people and painting that vision. So when I got started very practically with my journal, I opened it up and I just said, you know what? I was just going to drop an F-bomb. F-bomb this. What do I want? Because one of the most powerful things in your life 
is when somebody says, why do you do that? Why did you do that? Why do you have that? Why did you do that? Where did you go? Why, 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 why? You can almost always respond because I wanted to and feel and feel so powerful. Raise your hand if that's a powerful thought. When somebody asks you, why, 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 why this, why this, why do you do that? Why do you move there? Why do you do that? Why do you go there? Why are you doing this? Everything you can say, because I wanted to. And you have the freedom, you have all that to do that. But here's here's my point when it comes to the journaling. I opened up my journal, and in those days it was just scratch paper and chicken, you know, it was just whatever I found, back and napkin stuff. And I said, what do I really want? I said, here's what I really want. I want to go skiing in Montana with my family in March. I want to be able to make it to my high school graduation or my high school uh, reunion this summer. I wasn't living in North Dakota at the time. I want to be able to go there. I want to be able to take, I want to be able to see the ocean. And this was all in like four months. And I sent out to my email list. And this was right at the start when I barely had any email list to speak of. It was, we're talking like 20, 30 people. And I said, here's the thing, gang. I'm learning about automated income. I'm learning about leveraging technology. And I just wrote an email and I said, and for the first time in my life, I am writing down everything I want. And just in the next four months, here's my plans. I plan on being able to make it to the mountains. I plan on being able to make it to the ocean. I plan on being able to make it. I wasn't even there. It was a vision for me. It was a pure vision for me, and I communicated my vision to other people. And, you know, here we are a few years later, and I probably am responsible for hundreds, if not thousands of people getting their families to the ocean, getting their families to the mountains, being able to quit their jobs. Raise your hand if you just get how crazy this stuff is. I mean, it's super crazy, it, and it's really powerful. So let me go to the next little bit. So here's the deal. How do we take a thought and turn it into a reality? Work is the medium of creating your own personal miracle. This, this is a powerful little concept. Almost every bit of miracle, personal miracle in between where you are and what you want, work is the medium. But here's the crazy thing. How do we work a thought and turn it into a reality? A lot of us think that the work is in the actual sending of the email, like the technical thing of sending the email or hosting the webinar. And the, we get caught up in thinking that this is the actual work. But the deep work is opening up space for the right thought and nurturing that thought when we, get, when we collect the thought at a vision level. Now, this is a little, you know, out there, but I want you to work with me. And when I, when I mean a vision level, I mean something that's so big that it would require God's assistance for you to achieve it. It would cre you would have to have a personal miracle for what you think is in your ear, what you're, what you're feeling whispered into your ear of what you should become, what you may become, what you could become, what your potentials are. When you get just rub up and you you just kind of catch the drift of what you think you could become. There's a vision for the things that you could have, for the person that you could be, for the relationships that you could have, for the influence that you could have, for the productivity, the books that you could write, the influences, the institutions you could start, all this stuff. When you get encountered with that vision, the real work is actually capturing it in detail and starting to nurture and, nurture and work and craft the thought 
And then all of a sudden, zipping out emails is so damn easy, it's a joke. Making a video becomes a joke. Working 12 hours a day becomes a joke. Everything becomes a joke because you're working on vision. Raise your hand if you feel me on this a little bit. I mean, this is like, everybody thinks that work becomes a play, becomes a sport. It becomes laughable, it becomes interesting because you're flowing on vision. You're flowing in the sense of becoming literally prolific. And how, how this whole moment happened for me right now is, let me just share this in, in a super, nah, who cares? My wife started journaling and she's like, when I journal, I feel alive, I feel great, I feel powerful, whatever she journaled. And she did a picture of our journal. And then I thought, and then people were commenting on it, and a couple were like, yeah, me too, and where do I get that journal? And I thought, you know what? Boom. I want to share, because I have a vision for how journaling has changed my life, I want to share with people how to journal, and literally within, I don't know, within like 25 minutes, I had a webinar link out there, boom, we're at 400, 500 people registered. I mean, it gets madness, because but there's no work involved because I'm working on the vision of who I believe I'm supposed to be for other people. That's my personal vision. Okay, so how do we turn a thought and craft it into a reality? If there's any, before I go into this technical stuff too much, I want to really make sure that the whole idea, and I didn't even expect this whole idea, but you're here and the idea of collecting a vision like that Habakkuk thing where it's so big, it's so you, it fits you, it's ergonomically set to who you are, that vision of whether it's you're on stage and there's 5,000 people and you give that, you drop some bombs and it changes their life, whatever that is, whether it's a great invention that you have, but whatever that vision is, it's at that moment of catching, capturing, and nurturing that vision that's when the magic happens. That's the real work. And because we can't see it, we don't pay attention to it. And instead, we skip the most important part and we start thinking, how do I write Facebook ads? How do I make YouTube videos? Raise your hand if you got that thing. That's, that's the deal. So if I can do anything tonight to make this as powerful for you as I can humanly do it in my power. I want you to sit in this place of receiving, of searching your own heart, storing up knowledge, asking yourself and feeling into what your personal vision is, what your personal why is, what really excites you. There's certain things in our life that can pay a lot of money, but they're unable to excite us. It can't excite us. I, in my world, I get offered all sorts of partnerships and biz, business things all the time. A lot of it is easy money. It's almost just show up, give us a little of this, and money will show up. It's unable to excite me because it's not in line. A lot of it is not in line with the vision of who, I'm, who I want to be. So my point is to simmer in this area of receiving ideas, receiving thoughts, bouncing them out, but storing them up and collecting them. If there was any you know, big takeaway, it's merging these two ancient pieces of text and think about it. Store up the knowledge, which means you've got to be buying so many books. 
You should be buying books like they're going out of style. You should be buying marketing courses like they're going out of style. You should be buying Nightingale and Conant courses like they're going out of style. I, I never get sick of these courses. And, and to no surprise, I'm very prolific in creating information because I consume so much information. So if you have any interest at all in being an info marketer, in fact, raise your hand if you plan on being an info marketer, you want to be an info marketer, info marketing is interesting to you, this, that, and the other thing. Well, hey, information is your craft. That is to become your lifeblood, literally. So it's the whole idea of storing up knowledge, capturing it, and then writing down the vision, like the heavenly vision, the inspired vision. Make it clear for yourself so that other people could read it and be inspired by it because you're not here just for your own fulfillment. I thought I was for a little while, actually. I thought the whole goal for me, this is crazy just on a personal level, in my whole wealth story, I was so down for so long where literally to, uh, this morning, I filled up my Cadillac Escalade with a tank of gas and I rejoiced in doing it because for five solid years, solid, my tank on E and F, I would put three to four dollars in the gas can at a time because that's all I could afford. I could never get that tank to F. This is just gas because I only had so much money and we had to get milk for the kids and we had to, oh my gosh, I lived in this empty for so long and I was so down. So when, so today when I fill up my, to this day, filling up my gas tank is still exciting. So I have not gotten bored with seeing my gas on F. I feel like I'm the richest man in the history of creation because I have a full tank of gas. So here's a here's a powerful thing. No matter where you are right now, I, you maybe were or are at a lower position than I was, mobile home, qualifying for food stamps, having my car on empty at all times, uh, no food in the fridge, just a little bit of beer that I'd medicate myself with and pass out with at night. I don't know. Maybe you're lower than that. But the cool thing is, if you believe that you're in a story and it has a really happy ending on this side of earth, like in real life, it really does have a happy ending, um, your joys, your future joys are going to be so intense because of your current struggles. Hey, raise your hand if you follow me on that thing. It's really important. It's really powerful. You grasp what I'm saying on that deal because... It's just, that's how it is. The depth of your pains right now, your pleasures are, they're on, pain and pleasure are usually on the same nerve. Pain and passion is on the same nerve. So you've got, a, you've got a lot of potential going for you. But here's my point. I thought, back to that he who can read it can run, I really thought that my only reason for getting into the business, and it really was, was that I thought, you know what, I'll get my gas tank to F, I'll be full, I'll get myself out of debt, and there came a point, this was crazy, where I started taking like three weeks off at a time and I do it over and over. One week, one year, a couple of years ago, I took 17 weeks off doing absolutely nothing just as an experiment to see if it would affect my income and it didn't. And it was just crazy. So after this last uh, launch, you know, we did, what did we do? We did two, we did 3.2 million bucks or something like that. I thought to myself, you know, I, I think I could if I wanted to um, just we could get a small little home in North Dakota, uh, downsize our lifestyle 
but I'm not sure I need to work in it. I mean, I could I could maybe retire if I wanted to it in in a year or two, get my stuff in order, make a little bit more money and cash out. And what was crazy was I realized that I would be so bored after like two weeks that it's not even funny. So I, but deeper than that, I realized that I'm actually existing and I'm happiest to give my life in my own development because I think that that's, that's an act of worship for me is to develop my own potential. But also it's just, I love what we're doing for this period of time in my life. I love what I'm doing. I'm meant to do it and I'm meant to do it for other people. And so with the journal thing, I will get, do some tactical stuff here short in a minute, but I really want you to think about, am I describing this whole catching the vision for your life, a really big one, one that's a little bit scary, but one that you can't shut off. It shows up and then you silence it. You haven't captured it yet, but it's at that moment of catching that vision for who you are to become and capturing it and nurturing that thought meditating on it, thinking on it, that work actually becomes less an act of willpower and it's something that's exciting because it's the, it's the medium for your personal miracle at the end of the day. It's freaking crazy.